Hello everybody and welcome to the character profile for Faye Windass. But she has gone. She's left, hasn't she? Gone to slough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what she has. Yeah. Silent. Oh, so, I agree. Well, we thought we'd, we thought we'd take the opportunity to do a character profile of her again. What was but, it like? So, hmm? How long? Eight years? Nine years Nine ago years? since we profiled her last. She's yeah. done so much. Well, she has. She actually has done she quite actually a lot. Has. She actually has. We last profiled her on episode 101 of the podcast, which was back in June 2014. And she was just a young little whippersnapper there that had been in the programme just a couple of years, really. So, um... Yeah, the, the, nearly a decade has passed, and now she has um has, has disappeared. So we thought we'd um just kind of put a put a little. Which is the end, isn't it? Bell on I, it. And, I, doubt, I doubt she'll be back. Reflect back on her. She could be though. She could be she's back. got she's got the link. She's got Gary. She's got yeah. She's got um, uh, Craig. I'm not convinced that Anna's staying away forever. So Tim. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tim, of course, of course. So um, I mean, is this going to just be temporary? <laughs> yes, he is actually the I, main one. T- she's just going to be mentioned during major life events for the people you just mentioned. Um, you know, why didn't why isn't Faye rang? Why isn't Faye here? Mm. You think she would turn up for this, and that will be it. I'm, I'm, I just genuinely don't think that she'll be back. I, I'm, I'm not convinced, and, and I'm sad to say I, well, I you don't do think mean there's. You're not convinced. convinced yeah, and no, I'm not convinced that she'll be back. Okay. And I, I'm sad to say that I, I don't think there's going to be lots of people clamouring for her to to come back. I think that you know her time came to a natural end on the show, and it felt like Cory had done everything that they wanted to to oh. to get out of her. Uh, I feel like she's one of the most anonymous characters in the whole show. Mm. Like, what do you know about her? She had a baby. Like, she's just I know, incredibly I, bland. I, I just think I think that Coronation Street really kind of did a number on her, and that there there could have been huge potential for Faye. It's very I think. unfortunate because I think that she could have done a lot more. Yeah, yeah. she's got great potential, she, and like like I said, there's on, nobody else in her age group really is there. Not really, no. She hasn't got she hasn't it's got the friends. She hasn't got the the links. She's just kind of floats along, and and even like Craig now has left him mm. rather you know in a bit of a precarious preca- pre- um, position. But um, yeah, so that's uh, a baffling exit. So it's, and uh, you know, I feel bad for her too. She's been in the show for. For year, how fourteen years? Is yeah, it? for thirteen, fourteen odd years. And, and she gets bye bye. You know, oh well, okay. She had a happy ending. She did. I, I, I you know, we'll talk. I'm we'll sure talk we'll about talk about ending. more of this on the on I, the actual I podcast this notes. week. But um, <laughs> I, I didn't mind it too much. But I was glad that she went away with a smile on her face at least. Um, and so, <sighs> but let's 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 get to that, shall we? Shall we? Shall we flick back? In fact, before we go back to picking up where we left off, um, a quick reminder because I'm not trusting that our listeners will have remembered everything that we talked about on the podcast nine years ago. These are some little highlights that I found from our character profile of Faye back in episode 101. We said that everyone's got an opinion on her. She was a bit of a tearaway, though, at the time, wasn't she? Because she'd been killing fish and, that's, and that's stuff. The, this is the thing that people remember about Faye. Or oh, do you remember when she poured, what was it, creosote or something into, into Owen's fish pond and killed his fish? She was a bit... She'd had a difficult upbringing. She had a poor druggy mum, didn't she? She was passed from pillar to post. Well, she she was kind of ended like, up at the Windasses. Was she a bit more lovable then? I, I'm not sh- I'm... I wouldn't say I she's not lovable in the end. I think she okay. was just a bit of a bit of an oik. Um, and I'm gonna, you know, I, I think it's obvious to people that I, I, I'm not overly fond of this character. Um, she could have left, you know, years ago, and I wouldn't have noticed. I, th- I, think... I really dislike having to say this about about characters because you know I know how hard everybody works, and 
I just think that some people, some characters don't work. I'm not good. I don't say that I don't like her. And I think that during the time of the podcast, I have been a bit of a Faye defender. Listen back to old episodes. It's true. Um, But I'm not going to, I'm not going to disagree that if she just, you know, spontaneously combusted or got spirited (laughs) away at any random time, it might have taken a long time for people to have noticed. Yeah. Because they, cause I, don't, I don't think that Curry really knew what to do with her, No, I really don't. I think it was, um, yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, they didn't They didn't have a clue. Yeah. I, I don't think. So, she had... If... Yeah, she, we, we, said, um, we said that there was a nice little bond going on between Gary and Faye, and I think that was definitely true. It's, it's not been so much in recent years, but I, I do think that when they do take the effort out, uh, put the effort in, sorry, to show Gary and Faye... I think that's very, very believable because it's not a you know a blood relationship, is it? She was adopted by Gary's mum Anna, um, and he really took her under his wing. And as a slight hard man, I suppose you could say semi-solid. I love you. Um, he he's actually shown that he's got a real soft side for Faye, think, and I'm glad that we got on. to see a bit of him in her exit this week. I think it. I think the character of Faye is beneficial for, for Gary's character because it gives him another dimension. Yeah. He doesn't have an opportunity, really, to show this. Since um, Kelly... Yeah, got, you're right, you know, actually. He, Kelly was kind of playing the role that Faye should have done for a while there. Mm. And, mm. and, you know, maybe if we didn't have the character Kelly, we would have had a bit more interaction between um, him and, and Faye. But I'm just mm. going to say another thing as well. Like when... Um, when they were talking about the family tree stuff in the cabin the other day, with um, Faye and Miley were there, and uh, Gary was sitting there, I was like, "What's the connection between these?" I I know. How? Sometimes I mean. there are sometimes some characters, Kirk and Maria, uh, definitely fall foul like of when, this that you do forget are actually brother and yeah, sister. Yeah. Or when um, Izzy the other day was saying to Gemma, "Oh, we're basically family." I was like, no, "Hang on a minute, let me just think back on that one." Let me get my chart out and just. <laughs> They yeah, uh, there there have been moments, and when they, whenever they need to show Gary as that caring older brother side, I, I think that is really believable. I've enjoyed that, and, and we I liked it yeah. back then. You know, because he's also what can you say? What a great he's a great character. Mm. He's very charismatic. Mm. Um, so in our first character profile of um Faye, she had been in two hundred and forty two episodes. I believe that she now leaves us at um what have I got here? Seven hundred and fifty nine, I think. So, so we're about a, a third more... of the way through her run at that point and we were talking about um eddie windass abandoning her we were talking about the fish killing we were talking about um tim coming onto the scene because he she arrived on the show before he did even um yes just i think people forget tim was introduced as deadbeat dad to Faye. yes so he abandoned her Mm. and then they kind of had to retcon that a little bit and explain that it wasn't really his fault that he was useless and he probably um, he probably trying to find where she was. He he just couldn't read the directions to get to her. Yeah, this was that that was a bit of um a retcon in in the retcon, wasn't it? Because he was emailing her and apparently yeah. his friend his friend was doing it for him. Yeah. But yeah, he he was um the sympathy was bit up for Faye a little bit because he was just useless, wasn't he? And she mm. desperately wanted him to be more of a dad to her, but he was Well, especially with Owen abandoning um, the family, which which happens 
yeah, around, around about this so time. So we're not going to cover any of the stuff that we covered in... No, no, just just kind of briefly mentioning. We, we made a few predictions about what the future had in store for Faye, including that the programme makers would make her a grumpy teenager who would go completely off the rails. And I, I don't think that she particularly did, She's did she? Enough, to yeah. Even yeah, a little bit, little bit too bland. I also predicted a romance between her and Simon. Yeah, you did. There was, there was only there was only a year in them, and I mean, yeah, between them. a year, year between them. Sorry, but um, yeah, I, I don't know whether they've ever actually shared a scene together. No, I wouldn't, <laughs> let alone I wouldn't, a kiss. Not a memorable one, I don't think. <laughs> you said that she was going to be a bit of a Tina McIntyre-like character, a bit feisty and streetwise. That was either, me being. Uh, that was you being optimistic. Op- yeah, optimistic her. about it. You said either that or she's going to be a goody two shoes who goes up to university and we never hear from her again. Um, not quite not made that. it to university. She went to prison for a bit and now she's gone to Slough. She went to the University of Life. You could have predicted that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we also kind Slough. of, we also ended um, it by saying, well, there's been some kind of rumours in the press about what's coming up for Faye. And I think we did kind of know that she know was, that she was yeah, the, the rumours were saying she was going to get pregnant. So where we left off um, back in June 2014, that hadn't happened yet, but definitely the the, the, the rumour mill was going. So um So would you say that Faye, of all the characters, is the one that personifies Slough the most? <laughs> we really we really kind of I think I think we've lost our Slough listenership by this. I think point. they've left us. I'm, I'm sorry everybody, but it's a, it's a perfectly serviceable place, isn't it? But you wouldn't go there. <laughs> it's the same as Faye. You like you wouldn't you wouldn't miss her when she's gone, oh, would you? God. Let's let's go I'm back. Sorry. Let's see what we can I, do to I, remind um, her. Oh yeah, Faye actually did have some, you know, some fairly exciting bits and pieces, which she did. I'm just not convinced that there's going to be any like mega memorable stories I in the long run. I'm cursed with the duality of being honest, brutally honest, but also really um, guilty about <laughs> being honest <laughs> when I say, yeah. But I'm, I, the thing is. You, you're here, you're the Faye cheerleader, aren't you? Yeah. So that's good. We've got representation, but I'm going to say more people are going to be... I, I think, mm. yeah, I think so. I mean, this isn't, you know, this isn't like with our Maud Grimes profile that we did a couple of weeks ago. It was like, yeah, no, she was a bloody brilliant character. Everybody should love her. She's got some fantastic things. I'm not going to say that for Faye at all, but um, I, I, I have enjoyed her more than... It seems that a lot of other people did, but I know she's got her fans out there. So where we left her, mid-2014, the Windass and Armstrongs were getting into bother with Pat Phelan. And I think that there were certain stories that Faye was involved in that, although she might not have been, you know, the, the main um, drive of the yeah. story or, or whatever, she she did manage to to weave in and out some quite exciting stuff because obviously Phelan had coerced Anna into sleeping with him and as a result of this, things were really quite strained between Anna and Owen. Suggest something. Yes. I think that Faye. I think Summer is the new Faye, but but more in your face. What, why? Why? Just a kind of very average, mid, <laughs> mid tier character. Mid character who is, who exciting things happen to. But you never really care, and it never seems to brush off on them, you know. I, I think that people are annoyed by summer more than they're annoyed yes, with Faye, but maybe I that's the, the oversaturation of summer, and we have clearly You've never not been had that saturated with Faye. With Faye. 
No, absolutely not. Um, so, um, yeah, things were kind of really strange between Anna and Owen because of this this rape uh, from Phelan. Uh, and basically, as, as we left her, Owen was pretty much only staying with Anna for Faye's sake. And as the year went on, we learn about this crush that Faye's developing on an older boy at school, one Jackson Hodge. because he was very tall. Well, he, he was played he by somebody else back there. Wasn't. In fact, in 2014, he wasn't played by anyone. He was just a name. We didn't even see him. And um, yeah, there's, there's rumours that start to circulate, kind of autumn-ish um, 2014, that she's been sleeping around, according to Craig. So Craig is three years her senior, I'm going to say. So he was... Um, you know, back, back then, a lots of people were saying, oh, Faye Craig romance. That would be a little bit weird because she's still... Uh, how old was she at this point? 12, maybe? He was that little bit older, and I think that... when you like when you Yeah, when you're that young, a relationship... Three gap, years age gap is, age you know, monumental. It's huge. Even, even to, you know, even if you take um, teens and... Mm. And like kids in university, it's yeah, um, absolutely too big. Absolutely. So um, there, there was they were building something there, and I did actually quite like that they returned to it in in you know many years down the line, even if it didn't set the world on fire. So two thousand and fifteen was the I'm gonna probably say Faye's most memorable moment, and that was the 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 surprise pregnancy and birth. She had a bit you know, of an Abby moment, didn't she? But almost got, got to say, yeah. It, it was overshadowed by the memory of Sarah Louise's pregnancy, mm. teen pregnancy, which is by far a more memorable storyline. Oh, absolutely. And and uh, who could possibly hope to compete with that? And they must have known going into this that that was their goalpost. Mm. And they knew that they were never going to, you know, do as much, um, have as much impact with this story. Well, with, with Sarah Louise's pregnancy being Corrie's first being part of the Platt family, you know, you had David Gale, Audrey, Martin, I don't, you know, Richard wasn't on the scene at that point, was he? But you had some really big characters, they made such a thing of it, and people couldn't help but compare, and no, it wasn't that exciting, but they did make it a little bit different, because in this case, um, she... She hid it. Yeah, exactly, she found out that, through doing an internet questionnaire, apparently, that um, she found out that she's pregnant and then she goes to get tested. Yep, she's like seven months pregnant. So she decides oh. to keep it stum for another couple of months or so and, and, and only her and Craig know. So that was fairly different, having a, a secret pregnancy well, it that makes, nobody noticed. Yeah, it makes sense that um, that there would be a story like this mm. on Corrie. Yeah, I, I really felt for her. Um, yeah. and Like... Just you know, the the complete unknown, having this sprung on you, Horrible. not knowing what to do, Terrifying. only having Craig to confide him, who was like, you know, he's a really, he's a generally good guy, isn't he? A little bit misguided and and, and things, and, and not a bit know, overbearing, not Weatherfield's best copper, but he's he is absolutely full of heart. His heart is in the yeah, right place. That's true. So to to have him be your confidant is actually quite nice. But I, you know, as as a young girl, I did feel really bad for it's her that terrifying. she she didn't have her her mum you know a, a foster mum or whatever you want to call her somebody grown up to help her out there um we we first meet jackson early in 2015 because um the kids are supposed to be going on a trip to france for school and um, they all go to the school for a meeting about it and and Faye ends up i think sitting next to jackson and, and it's it's all very awkward and, and, and uncomfortable for Faye, who kind of flounces out of the meeting can you imagine what jackson's parents think of them all going to Slough together. 
Why? Well, because they must be like, this bloody floozy kid. You know what I mean? I bet you they're not very complimentary about about Faye. Probably not. Probably I don't imagine not. she's their favourite person, is she? No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, get they that basically got side of things this time, did we? I don't know how Jackson, as we see him now, it, it seems like a very responsible parent, doesn't he? Very nice, very involved. Yeah, but, but he's also he was, he just you know, kid. he's a thirteen-year-old yeah. boy. What do you but, expect? But what, he doesn't want anything. No, to I'm do not with saying this. anything like that. I'm just saying that from the parents' perspective. They probably had to do a lot of the raising of, hmm. of Miley when they... And she's like, also, bloody kid's called Miley, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so Faye comes up with the decision to give birth to this kid in the corner shop flat. So this yeah, is where um, Dee Dee's living at the moment. Uh, previously Daniel, but at the time it was vacant. Um, and Because uh, I think Tim had lived there maybe. Um, so they were able to get into it and she wanted, she didn't want anything to do with this baby, which was pretty much her stance up until about a month or so ago. But you see, once they can take care of themselves and do chores. And, and speak in an adorable um, American accent. And perhaps go to stage school and, and make you lots of money in Slough, <laughs> then I can see the appeal. Yeah. So Tim starts suspecting that something's going on plan. between is to have it secretly in the corner shop yeah. and and then take the baby to the hospital oh, yeah, she's going and to give dump it away. It. Yeah, exactly. She does not want anything to do well, with it. Well, they've got kid. these drawers now, don't they? I think I spoke about this at the time. Well, you just put the baby in the drawer. Is it like... Bye. Is it like when you put... Like you can get outside the post office or the bank or whatever when you're depositing parcels and it... You no, pop it's it more in like you... when, you're, when you put in your... Um, you charity donation into the clothing bin. Oh, yeah, that, well, that, no, that's what I'm thinking of. That shove kind it really of thing. hard and then not jiggle it. <laughs> <laughs> Open it up and go, oh, it's clean it on. <laughs> this little piggy went to market. There we go. Oh, okay. um, anyway, so she, this is her plan, but it all goes a bit askew when she goes into premature labour in April and Craig's Weeps. like, I, I, I can't deal with this. I'm going to go and tell Anna. So he goes and gets her and says, Oh, no. Just imagine, just imagine. You, some, some kid comes up to you and says, uh, you, You're going to be a grandma, like, really, really How, soon. I know, this story, I'm sure it was exciting at the time, but reading it back is, like, super exciting, isn't it? Because it you're was, thinking, like, Oh, I wonder what it was like, that scene. Well, I can't mm. remember any... I can't remember... All I remember... I've got vague recollections. her on the floor. Yeah. But this might be wrong. And sort of crying, and and Craig's kind of like hovering over her, going, "Oh my Ooh, god, best not look around then, the front." And doesn't she get Anna? Yeah, Anna, Anna and there. Owen, and and I can remember Anna. You know how she used to tuck her hair behind her ear and go be very motherly and stuff. But it just didn't like you would. It'd be blow your mind, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. So um, if Owen's mind was blown so much so that he attacks Craig thinking he's the father, but Faye's like, no, 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 it's, it's Jackson. So they're like, right, let's get this Jackson Hodge on the scene. We need to get him to take responsibility yeah, so for point, what he's done. Miley is is living with the Windasses and Faye's the mum. Yes, no, named her after plan, Miley Cyrus, of her course. Her plan to get rid of the baby. Yeah. Sort of fell by the wayside. I, I, quite. I, don't, I don't think Anna would have um, gone for that plan, to be honest. First, Jackson denies even having slept with Faye and his parents believe him. He's a good boy. Yeah. Um, so Faye says, no, I, I, I don't want anything don't to do with this kid. I don't want you, you want him? Anna's like, fine, I will raise this baby Aww. myself. Good for her. Good for her. Well, but, she quits a job. Yeah, exactly. And 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 Owen quits her. This is the final sc- the straw for him because the the relationship had got so strained in the previous year after 
the, all the feline stuff that he's like, I'm, well, I, he was, I can't be doing with this. I'm going to Aberdeen. Um, he was already thinking, I can't wait for this fate to grow up and move out so we can, we, me and Anna can just... And then all of a sudden another baby turns up and he's looking at another 18 years. I wasn't really a fan of Owen, really. And I thought I liked that, him more than you did. Yeah, I thought that this exit for him felt a little bit rushed. It, it wasn't no, the I, best of exits. I like antagonists. And I think we need more antagonists in the show, and he was a very good one. Mm. So Faye just does anything she can to avoid mm. spending time with Miley. Um, and, and there was a really great scene, I love this one, where Anna finds out that, um, well, Faye said, I'm, I've got to go, I've got to go on a school trip today. Museum. And it turned into a museum, exactly. But it turns out that it's actually a go-karting treat that the school has organised. So Anna kind of, you know what she is like, like, I'm right, lady. She turns up at the school with Miley. I think she even comes onto the bus, maybe. I can't remember. And she's like, this is your daughter. This is your responsibility. You deal with her. And this is, uh, and um, it felt at the time like, that's like, really harsh thing to do just to completely embarrass your daughter in front of all her friends at well, school. Well, did they all know that she'd had a baby? Yeah, so, yeah, I think, I think they did. Um, but, yeah, she was... I don't know whether that was necessarily the best move from Anna, but, you mm. know, so what one might say that if you're a mum or father, don't shirk your responsibilities. And, and Anna... Go, go karting if you like. Anna certainly... Um, wasn't one for Minton words. Well, she, she was... It was a bit of tough love, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. She... You know, we, we didn't necessarily... We, we we loved to hate Anna on yeah, the podcast last then, didn't we? But I think looking back on her, she was a bit of a... You know, she was a bolshy character, for wasn't she? And, and maybe a bit of bolsh is what we need a bit more of on Corrie at the moment. I did like Anna. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it was... The, the, it was a bit slightly before Pat Phelan turned up. That I started to sour on her. Well, it was because we love Pat so much. It was a character. Anyway, so this is the first time that Jackson actually saw Miley in the flesh, and it, it spurs him on to admitting, "Yeah, that, that's me. That's me, girl." Um, and and his mum and dad immediately are like, "Right, we are going to do whatever we can to support you." So we have the the christening come along in June. Faye has had as much as she can take of this kid, walks off during the service, um, and then the Hodges say, well, maybe we'll take Miley off your hands for a little bit, and Faye's like, yeah, go on then. I don't, no, no, no. You have her. It's not like they said, oh, she'll be babysitter for a week. They said, look, we'll take, we'll we'll raise her. Yeah. And Faye was like, yeah. Yeah. And I remember at the time thinking, oh, that's a bit of a cop-out. And I know they'd done it with Sarah, showing the, the troubles of um, raising a child. It's not been too long since that's been a big thing on, on the classic Coronation Streets on ITV3 and her, you know, wanting to go out, finding it difficult to go to school, having to take a kid to nursery, all whilst being a teenager. But they maybe could have done it again with Faye, but it felt almost like, on no, the, the pregnancy was the story. We don't really want to have her saddled with a kid. Let's let's ship her off to Canada, which is where the Hodges have ended up within a few months. Did you kind of? Yeah, would you have preferred it to have gone differently? Would you have preferred Miley to have stayed all the time? Yeah, it did feel a bit like sweep it under the carpet. We've done that story. Let's get let's get on with something else. Mm. Um, but equally, we always say you know 
ca- would give a carrot carrot to a baby, and they suddenly become a lot more boring for the next well, few Abby's years. Well, Abby's managed to, Abby. to kind of avoid it a little bit, but you know, you never see her with a kid, and you, she never goes. What? what well, we just always... never, very, very rarely see Abby. She's barely been on our screens for the past year since uh, since having Alfie. What always happens with a baby is we get loads of scenes of the characters going. He's looking after Bella. I'm going to do mm. uh, uh, after school club. Uh, uh. Or they're like, oh, so-and-so's not in school today because there's a leaky pipe. Like, oh. it, it just felt to me a lot like this story, they had a specific time frame that they wanted it to run in. They didn't want it to be a tragic, you know, stillbirth or anything like that. And it was just very convenient that the family took the kid and they went off to Canada. Yep, but oh, it was probably it was probably for the best for the character in the end because she she yeah for Faye in the end um, because she she did go on sorry um, to have a few more decent storylines um, after that as well. Well, they go to Canada they, and yeah. and Tim and Anna are really upset because obviously it's their grand. Tim was absolutely lovely with Miley, wasn't he? Because. It, we, we were kind of Faye was really worried about what her mum and dad would think about her having a child at such a young age. Um, but I Tim get was, it over and done with. Tim was besotted, Have wasn't him he? Young, and then you can send him to Canada. <laughs> and I did enjoy seeing Tim's reaction to seeing Miley again for the I first know, time in Donkey's years sweet, just recently. Hey. He 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 was lovely with her. Um, we get to see a little bit more of Faye's possible lingering feelings for Craig towards the end of the year because he's going out with this Caitlin, you know, um, Caitlin, what's, his fa- what's her face? The daughter of Thingamy that we were talking about yeah, the other week. You know, from the- Paddy McGuinness. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he, he, Craig's going out with her and Faye's just that little bit jealous, um, but they don't really go any further down that line for at least a few years. So that takes us to the end of 2015. The next year, Gemma. I'll tell you, 2016, it all went down. What did? I don't know. Faye is, um, so, so Kev, Kevin and Anna are starting to date and Faye is very supportive of this. And she's Another also... relationship? That you look back on and say, did that really happen? I know. Even at the time, because didn't Anna and Kevin like have a kiss at New Year one year and then they were barely seen together for the next nine months or something? They were hoping yeah. that it didn't lead to another <laughs> pregnancy. Yeah. Um, so she also helps Craig track down his father in prison. Oh, yes. For that bit of recording. Who that? Um, I starts... do, because it's us is when we find out that Beth and Kurt weren't really married. It's ridiculous. She starts a relationship with Seb... And Anna's getting terrified that she's going to get pregnant again as a go at her. And then Kevin's like, oh, you know me. I'm very chill. I would never say this to my daughters. You should be uh, have a more soft approach like <laughs> I did. Look how well my kids turned out. So they invite um, Seb around for dinner. And then they find out it's actually quite nice. I thought that this was lovely. And I think lots of people might forget that Seb was introduced just as the boyfriend for Faye. Yeah, that's right. I remember them, like, sitting on swings together for a bit or, or being in... Wasn't he a shoplifter at the beginning? Um, possibly to feed his starving um, siblings. I don't know. But I, I remember for, for the longest periods, he was this? just literally... He was... Oh, yeah, that's Faye's boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and... and that could have been something that could have turned into a really nice, long-lasting relationship. I, I liked Faye and Seb together. I but, think they brought out the best in each other. But in retrospect, do you not find it a bit odd that she and, and Seb were dating? When, if you think of Faye and then you think of that group of characters that were involved in Seb's death, 
Can you see Faye fitting in with any of them? Because I can't. Well, no, but then I wouldn't necessarily say that I would see Seb fitting in with them. Because well, it's you... only a couple of weeks. Well, yeah, because you, you oh, with Seb's death, you had you had Asher and Amy and Summer and, and all that gang. They were definitely a team together. Nina, a bit of an outsider. Seb, he didn't really have that many connections on the street. It was all a bit of a mishmash. So I, d- I don't particularly find it weird to remember think... that, but it does seem to have been forgotten. And I don't remember when Seb died, whether we even Faye got a reaction is. from Faye. I don't... <clears throat> I, I've always thought of Faye as being rather immature. Even mm. up till recently. I just think she's quite... She comes across as a very emotionally immature girl. Do you not think? Why do you bring that up? I'm just saying, because I'm talking about her relationship with Seb oh. and that, that the whole Seb's death thing, all the characters involved in that, I think were quite emotionally intelligent, aren't they? And they they yes. were able to discuss their feelings and you could tell, you know, how they felt about each other. Faye's just an enigma. Mm. I would have, It would have been quite nice for her to have done a little maybe turn of Seb's garden before she left this week, although I think a lot of the viewers be going, what's she, what's she doing there? I know. Even so, Seb seems to have been forgotten. Seb's dead, Michael, move on. I can't, I can't. So he continues to see to. Seb as the year goes on and she gets very smitten and uh, does not really... She turns a blind eye to all the stuff that he goes on, gets on with with feeling because he was up to all kind of dodgy stuff there, wasn't she? Yes. He, um, she gets into a love triangle when she and Bethany both get taken to a gig by Gary and then Faye discovers Bethany fancies Gary who's Sarah's boyfriend at the time oh my gosh. and then Seb fancies Bethany and it all gets a bit confusing but then the trip gets brought to a halt because Faye gets drunk on vodka and Gary has to take everybody home. That was more just a case of let's put Faye into Bethany's storyline for a little bit but you're right with the people of the same age I think just as the years went on they all just sort of peeled off didn't they leaving this massive hole and, and nobody for Faye to really interact with. Yeah. So 2017 was a great year for Corey and not, not too bad a year for Faye. So she and Seb um, start, the, the, the start the year by getting tattoos done. Yeah, what were they and, all? Um, you haven't written it down? No, I don't think we ever saw it because I, I was having a look at some scenes on YouTube the other day and she gets it done on her right hip and there's a few like scenes of her like, Peeling Thanks. open her tra- trousers Ow. and going, oh yeah, and oh, isn't it gone swollen and red and everything? Oh. I think it possibly just says Seb. No, I, I think it's something controversial. Do you reckon? Do you I reckon? couldn't show it on television. Maybe it was like a swastikas <laughs> or something. Um, Seb, ne- Seb, never, Seb never gets one done. He chickens out. So Faye's left in this relationship because they're well, supposed to be getting like, his and hers tattoos and it was just a, just a hers tattoo. He was like, well, you know, why think, think about... Hitler, but I don't know if I want to get... It was not a swastika <laughs> tattoo on Faye, Gemma. All right, I'm just checking. We can't be sure. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> but that's that. That's another one that's been forgotten. This is the thing, whenever the characters on Coronation Street get tattoos, it's like continuity nightmare, isn't uh-huh. it? you got you got Faye with his Tina tattoo, which we know that he's just got like a rubber stamp of, hasn't he? Or the, the makeup department have. That's what they're going to end up doing with Ryan's face, you know. I think this is why we don't <laughs> why we don't have characters getting tattoos very much because it um just a pain. Yeah, to to remember. But then you get some characters like Abby who just kind of spontaneously sprouts tattoos over COVID. Yeah. I also like the way that when they cast um Sal to play um Abby, they're obviously like, Sorry, you're gonna have to cover those tattoos up. This woman wouldn't have Yeah. 
wouldn't have those. <laughs> it's armed, those sleeves. Anyway, so Faye's get Faye Tattoo gets arrest, arrested, infected. Um, Anna she should have been arrested for that massive tattoo. Girl. There's a, there's quite a few scenes of Anna just screaming at her daughter. Um, You're a stupid so, little girl. Yeah, and Faye said, right, and Faye for, through this has to go to hospital. So, and the whole reason for this story is a way of getting her into a hospital as if anyone needs an excuse on Coronation Street these days so that she can bump into the Hodges who were over from Canada. So is it possible to say that her having this tattoo was potentially a more life-changing event for her than having a baby? Why? Well, because it left a permanent mark on her, and this, you know, Miley just went to Canada. And Babies are fleeting. It's like whatever. <laughs> Maybe. Might as well never not have even bothered having one. What about what does Craig think about uh, Faye having a, a Seb tattoo? What does, Maybe she what does Jackson it. think? Does he know yet? Maybe she's like, no, it's Bez. It's Bez. <laughs> um, so anyway, so the Hodges are over from Canada because Jackson's dad um, is in need of a hip replacement. And Anna... Those uh, bloody tourists coming uh, over here, taking our NHS. Anna loves it because she doesn't really like Seb and Faye being together and she likes saying that he's a bit jealous of Jackson there. If Seb, in fact, he ends up beating Jackson up and he gets arrested for assault and sent to prison and everything. So Anna's like, ah, you're never seeing that boy again. Which Faye obviously immediately goes against, and there's um there's a few scenes of Phelan smuggling Faye into prison, yeah. into the visiting you know visitors bit of prison because Phelan was Phelan and Seb were working together, and Phelan was going to go to see him anyway, so brings brings Faye along, and um when Anna discovers this, she has a you know perfectly calm rational reason. Yeah. No, of course she doesn't. She gets into van with uh, Faye and drives off with her. She like locks her into the van and is like, rah, 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 we're gonna, I'm going to drive away and I'm going to kind of semi-kidnap you even though you're my daughter. Um, and that was like the final straw for Faye who said, I'm moving out it's with Gary. Strong. Gary and Izzy, who also used to go out. Revelation for any recent listeners of the uh, Honestly, of viewers of Coronation Street. If you were to ask most people, how are Gary and Izzy like, what's their relationship to each other? I bet you loads of people would think they were brother and sister. You reckon? Because he has a very kind of fraternal... I think he's he's that kind of guy, though. He's really... He they feels... do have a kid together. I know they do, but where is he? He's he hardly was, ever he was, in having, it. he was having a milkshake in the cafe just the other week. He's but had, do you know... He's do you know two you, scenes well, I think other no, people no, might agree no, with no, me. No, I agree with you. Just, just we should them. start. We should start giving fake facts in, like, not... Just accidentally like we normally do but on purpose <laughs> just to just... see if anyone picks up on it <laughs> do it um so okay so um seb gets released from prison eventually I and he's got he's a load of free tattoos in prison <laughs> it's the best place to get he gets an apprenticeship with Phelan, thanks to his caseworker Nicola, who it turns out to be Phelan's daughter, who thought. Anna is not as happy in the slightest to see him and Faye hugging when he gets back to the street. Tim says, I'm going to report you to the police for sleeping with an underage girl because he finds a condom wrapper in the bin. And Faye and yeah. Seb decide, let's, let's have secret relationship, yeah? Which Faye kind of, she obviously <laughs> learns some key skills during that because she does it with her Craig later when she's the one that ends up in prison. Who, how old was Seb compared to Faye then? I don't think there was a whole lot of difference. Scrubby, a couple it? of years. It, it was certainly not as big as the age gap that, that her and Craig I know, but if, he's un, if she's underage, it's just... It, yeah. It, I mean, it, this was 2017. I don't think they could... I don't think they would do this now. And I that wasn't that long ago. But have a But have a character that you're supposed to be sympathetic to having yeah. sex with a girl that's not even 16... I think that's And he's older. If they were both the same age, yeah. 
But he's mm. like a couple of a couple of years older. It's too actually, old. actually, well, I won. I can't remember whether he's just the same age as Faye, you know. Well, the and same not, age is easier to... Yeah, and, and she was still underage, so he would have still been in trouble for that one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't know. I, you didn't listen to this podcast. Don't take facts, our advice about it. So in September, Faye um, <clears throat> gets a text from Seb to say that he's, he's dumped her. Oh, no. Sucks. She, so, see, she goes to see him and notices that he's got a bruised face, which he claims is from a fight, but it's actually from his stepfather. Is that Dane? So, hmm? Dane? Um, 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 is it? I don't know. Well, it's, it's, it's Abby's partner. Yeah. Is that Abby's Dane? boyfriend. Yeah. Um, His this, stepdad. This is, this is the, this is the, um, broadening out of the Franklin family, which yeah. was the big thing for, for autumn of 2017. So we had the introduction of Seb's mum, Abby. We get hear about all his... Uh, the the awful conditions that the Abby's children were brought up in because she was a massive deadbeat mum. Oh, no. um, yeah, the, the stepfather's back on the scene, oh. beating up Seb, and find, Faye finds out the truth and tries to get him to run away from his family and flee with her to Dublin, of all places. But he's like, I don't want to risk leaving my mum alone with this guy, so I'm going to stay here. And he was such an honourable chap, wasn't he, Seb? Mm. He had the, he had the, the weight yeah, of the world on his right. shoulders and he soldiered on through. He was a good guy. Mm. So Anna gets involved too and um, she kind of <laughs> says, she, she, this is this is again her <laughs> maternal side coming out, doesn't it? And she goes around there and this she sees really this good, hovel this that the really Franklins are living in. Wasn't, wasn't Ab, was Abby there or was she unconscious on the sofa? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Because there but... were a few scenes in the Franklins' house, wasn't there? And there was definitely one where Abby was just comatose on the sofa and mm. there was another one where somebody, and I can never remember if it's Stab or Anna, Makes those stupid fish fingers, fish finger Jenga things. Yeah. It wasn't sandwich. It was like, a, it was like a tower of fish fingers. I thought it was on bread though. I don't know. Well, anyway, we both remember it differently. This this is when uh, the time when we also thing. find out that Seb has got HIV. So Faye's a little bit worried that she's going to contract that from him. But no, they don't really go down that route. She's she's fine. She's okay. Um, and um, well, it, she tests negative. Yeah, but they, you know, it it. Puts a bit of a strain on the relationship, doesn't it? It does, it does. So Phelan then starts to turn... Well, she, he, just to be clear, Seb did not know that he had HIV. He gets tested and he mm. finds out he's got it. And then she's like, oh, bloody hell. Isn't it? Because he's in hospital. This is yeah. this is um, when he gets pushed off a ladder, was it? I think possibly. I don't remember. Maybe we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, it was. This is when Seb gets pushed off a ladder during his window cleaning round and Anna is um, accused of it. And while he, while Seb's in prison, I think Abby hospital. comes... Uh, hospital, sorry. Abby comes along and says, look, you might be HIV positive. You probably should know that. You want to run some tests because it turned out that in the past, Seb had slept with somebody who was also HIV positive yeah. without knowing. And Abby had known and kept it a secret, blah, blah, blah. blah. It doesn't really yeah. matter. So anyway, so um, things get much, much worse between Anna and... And Faye around this point as well, because Anna tells Faye, because she's getting very, very close to Phelan, this guy raped me a few years ago. And Faye's like, no, I don't believe you. Phelan's a nice guy. He's Seb's boss. You're just trying to turn me against Seb. Um, but then when she goes to Phelan and kind of asks him, says, yeah, my, my mum's saying about you. Is, is this true? Phelan is absolutely livid. And there's there's a great scene in uh, the number 11 where she, Faye's in the lounge and Phelan's there. Um, in the kitchen and he's like slams his hand down on the counter in the kitchen he could get proper scary couldn't he so Faye's like I want to go move back with my mum but um, 
Seb doesn't want to um, go with her, so she dumps him. Meanwhile, Anna's in prison, as we said, because of um, she of being accused for pushing Seb off a ladder, but she escapes. Um, and then she tries to flee to Scotland with Faye, but it's recaptured. And what exciting Super Soap Week drama that was. 2018, Gemma. Well, we were all happy that year, weren't we? Yes. Anna gets sentenced to five years in prison. <laughs> and that this is kind of the beginning. This I'm going to say that Anna going to prison was the beginning of the end for Faye. Because up until yeah, this point, right. she was a you know semi important slash useful slash regular character yeah. but with, with, came, Faye, with Anna leaving the programme she was really pushed to the sidelines drift wasn't yeah. she do you really have to go to prison for five years for pushing someone off a ladder apparently so if you like just, about just, it just seems silly doesn't it mm-hmm. they could have fallen by accident he had a coma he had a coma he was in one he was in one it's a nice rest so I, I advocate for people just get one push, anyone. Also, why are you up a ladder for? Get off the ladder. He's a window cleaner. What's he There's supposed no to do? There's no reason for anybody get to be. Stilts. Get an extendable pole. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Tim takes Faye to go and stay with him and Jeff for a bit, you know. This was before Jeff was introduced into this the programme. This was before Jeff was evil. Yes. Faye starts... So she was... Uh, she must have gone and stayed with um, Elaine. No, Elaine was Elaine wasn't around at this point. Remember, when Elaine came into it, Jeff had been claiming that she was dead for years. You remember in that role? Yes. I don't remember when they split up. Donkey's okay, years well, he was ago. being a bachelor then. Yeah, he was so, a swinging bachelor. <laughs> Faye starts um, a harassment and stalking campaign against Eileen. Yeah, because she's she was married to Phelan, wasn't she, at this time? And she she puts um, firecrackers in the loft. And then there's an explosion and Nicola's like, oh my goodness, what was that? Oh no, my baby's coming now. Mm-hmm. Don't scare pregnant women. that, everybody. Uh, after being out of prison, following the fact that Phelan confessed that he'd done everything, Anna... Everything which we haven't like, really mentioned in this podcast yet so far, but... Murders. murders. And the earring, whatever. Um, murders, Anna, ladder pushing, um, fake so she gets, flat scammery. She gets let, she gets let out of prison... And then Pat comes back to the street and he's running around, like, stabbing people and stuff and trying to ruin Michelle's he did, wedding. He didn't, he's not a stabber, he's a shooter. All right, shooting. Sorry, and it was Anna. So she she appears out of nowhere. We didn't know that she'd had gotten out. Um, but she appears, she manifests in rage and stabs Pat in the chest and then kills him, rude, and moves to Durham. And she takes Faye with her. And, and this was she a bit gets odd. away with it, doesn't she? Yeah, the police were like, oh, well, I mean, who know? who's to say he didn't run into the knife? No, it's because Michelle was there and she backed Anna's story up that Anna, she, she was doing him. it in self-defence. Yeah, he attacked her. Yeah, but this was just a temporary Paralyzed, return. This was just a temporary return for Anna, this was wasn't it? Weird, to yeah. So Anna's gone forever feeling. now. And Faye's gone as well. And we were like, "What? what's happening? Is is she really going for good? That's weird. Yeah, Coronation Street had to confirm, no, Faye will be coming back. Well, it was, but why we don't know what go? to do with her at the moment. Why, so. It was bizarre. So she go, she comes back to see Tim later in the month. And she's annoyed because Seb and Emma have started dating. Oh, yeah. And then... Well, that, that yeah, that doesn't last for long, does it? That, that mini relationship. 
Tell me what happened, because I got confused about this. So Emma ends up dumping Seb because she thinks that he's still got feelings for Faye. He's been really distant with her. But it's the, the actual reason is because he doesn't want to tell Emma that he's got HIV. So anyway, so that, that was the end of Seb and Emma for a little bit. By the autumn, Faye's decided I'm going to move back to where they feel permanently and she and Seb get back together again. Mm-hmm. So, 2000, n- not much happening in 2018. I'll do 2019 She does nothing. She's just kind of a bystander in Anna's exit story. And in, in 2019, not so much either. No, Seb gets the wrong end of the stick. Sarah's really friendly. And, and so he thinks she's coming on to, her, to him. But the thing about Sarah is she just exudes sex appeal and everybody wants to, to shag her all the time. Didn't, it's not her Didn't fault. he like walk in on her in the bath or something? Something like that, yeah. Because so, he, he thinks that she inviting him round and alluring yeah, him round it. for a bit of how's your father and he yeah. goes and sees her in the bar but actually she was just being nice to him She's she is like trying to be clean quite a bit older than him well older woman isn't it mm. Gary tells Faye about this because he wants her to break up with Seb and then he makes Seb's life of misery at work yeah this, this is, is when he like, was bullying him wasn't yeah him? this and is like, the, the beginnings of Gary's hold. villainous stage and he was yeah, yeah dumping concrete on his head or something yeah throwing concrete at his face <laughs> Faye gets a job at the bistro it's literally nothing nothing worth mentioning in 2019 for Faye but things do pick up the following year Covid year 2020 so even though everyone's saying that Ray Crosby who um is 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 uh, owning uh, who 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 owns the bistro at the moment? Everyone's saying he's a bit of a dodgy geezer. She carries on working for him um, over there, and but and she is also totally on Jeff's side after Yasmin attacks him. So this was this was Jeff. Her um, her granddad was now on the scene, main character, big coercive control story between him and Yasmin. Yasmin is. Um, goaded or into attacking Jeff and and Faye's like oh I totally believe my granddad which you know makes sense she would do and she even moves in with him for a little bit to show her support for him however she starts to doubt him a little bit when she sees him talking to his supposedly dead ex-wife Elaine <gasps> so yeah this is Elaine coming into it now and he he'd always spun the tale that he he died years ago but she comes back on the scene sort of spurred on by the um well, after hearing Yasmin's tales so, of being manipulated by him and Faye's like hang on a minute who's this is this is this my grandma that you've always always said was dead and and um and and then he denies that he ever even spoke to her. He also overhears him making fun of Sally after the Metcalfe's marriage is going through a bit of a rocky patch. Um, and that's basically the final nail in the coffin for him, as far as Faye's concerned. And she breaks off all contact with him. She knows that he's a bit of a wrong one after all. And with Sally's help, um, sorry, with Faye's help, Sally is able to uncover some really crucial evidence that sees him get eventually sent down which is she she looks on his laptop and finds some footage of him taunting Yasmin earlier on in the year this is when the relationship with Faye and Craig started to come back again so they'd had a couple of years off hadn't they we said when they were first kind of within each other's radars a couple of years ago 
Um, he was a little bit too old for her. It was a bit weird. But now she's grown up. She's, you know, past past 16 at this point. And they think, well, maybe let's put those together. Because I think people did like Craig and Faye together during the pregnancy storyline. They were quite, like, cute and, oh, let's, you know, Craig, as I say, was very protective of her when she was pregnant and everything. And so they thought, I think it was only natural that the, the programme makers wanted to put them together. But it unfortunately didn't really work out, did it? From my point of view, anyway. I, I think I just, same as Izzy and Gary, I just get brother or sister vibes off Craig and Faye. I didn't, I didn't feel anything sizzle or sparkle for them. They would, and I, and I, don't, I don't know whether, you know, we know how it's ended now and then and they've kind of both realised that they they're not necessarily going to always make each other happy and maybe there isn't that mega passion there between them but I don't know whether we were always supposed to think that and whether they got together because they felt like they were destined because of that bond that they shared through the pregnancy story I, I don't know but yeah they they Craig's starting to realize he's developing these feelings for a mid mid 2020 and um He's a bit gutted because it turns out that she's got a new boyfriend called Noah, who I don't think we ever see on screen. Um, and it lasts all of five minutes. And after Faye is dumped by text, again, this is like the second time we've seen Faye be dumped she by text. She should get rid of her phone. Dating is harsh for the youths of today, isn't I it? I'm glad we didn't have all of that. Not that I ever dated anyone anywhere apart from you. And you could still dump me by text. <laughs> okay, can, can I? Yeah. You, yeah, I mean, you'd probably rather do that than actually talk to me. You, when oh, it get, depends on why we get why are we why are we getting I don't know, divorced? but when 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 you get mad at me, you like to just not talk to me, don't you? So maybe it would be a text. Oh, you're not talking to me. What have I said? <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so Craig Craig is comforting Faye in her um, post dumped state, and um, she asks him out. Brilliant. So Faye um, is still working for Ray in the bistro, dodgy Ray, and Craig discovered that he is cooking up plans to redevelop the street. Oh, so no. This is the big story. 2020, supposed to be for Corey's 60th um, anniversary, and, and Ray been... Crosby was going to be built, built, buying up the street, going to demolish it down, build a massive hotel this there. This was awful. And Craig, top to detective story? to be, finds him out. I wish that we had seen this unfold as it was intended i know i know it, it could have been and then this was all supposed to time with the sinkhole and everything as well wasn't it but yeah it just, just didn't hey, quite work out so so ray is like a bit worried that craig has found his evil scheme so he buys his silence by giving faye the job of trainee manager across his hotel and restaurant chain she's definitely got what it takes yeah, sometimes people on Coronation Street get really inappropriate jobs, like when Sophie was made manager of yeah. Speed Dial, wasn't she? And it's like, really? Are we well, just... isn't there that business principle where you get, you basically get promoted up to your level of incompetence? Because <laughs> once you get promoted to a job you can't really do, you're not going to get promoted anymore, are you? No. So you end up staying there forever. I mean, Faye, totally inappropriate for this, but I think we were supposed to buy that maybe she could cope with it. If, but can you the, imagine by this Faye? time, Faye was just, the character was really in a slump and everyone was like, no. It's the same as Craig doing his CID stuff now. Everyone going, no, what, what, he, Craig can't be a detective. What are you on? And we were like, Faye, manager across a chain of hotels? I don't think so. What were you, so, were you going to say something? 
I will plow right on. So um, Ray was, as well as being a bit of a, um, a bit of a nasty developer, I'm gonna buy up all your stuff and flash my cash. He was also a bit of a sex pest, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Um, bit of a I bit of a seedy guy. And um, yeah, one night he lures Faye to his hotel room to try and tempt her into bed. Isn't he wearing his dressing gown like Harvey Watson's face? Yeah, yeah. I always say his name wrong. And she does sleep with him because she feels like, you know, he's my boss. He's offering me all these great opportunities. Maybe I should do this. She was coerced and we had this big, didn't we, have this massive debate. This was all going on at the same time as Me Too. And people, the same way a bit with... um, What's go? What happened with Amy and Aaron? Are still quick to blame Faye and act as though she had any real agency in this situation. Mm. It's really still don't seem to get the power dynamics involved with men. She was, she was still a young girl, wasn't she? She was. Not only was she. It's not to do with the age necessarily. She held a position of power over her. Yeah. And he insinuated that she had to do it, otherwise she would lose her job. Mm. So anyway, she does, dumps Craig in shame, and then a month later, Ray tries to actually rape Faye in the bistro office. Luckily, Gary's there to save the day. Um, And then, at the end of 2020, late one night in December, there is a mysterious assailant (laughs) in the bistro who bonks Adam on the head while he's there drinking, left alone one night. he was sad because of something. Something or other, He was drinking because Sarah's probably... Shagging around. Probably. But we I didn't know, get to I see that. It was. Anyway, um, turns out it was Faye. Everyone... Most exciting thing she's ever done. Yeah, people were accusing Gary um, because he and Adam weren't necessarily seeing eye to eye at that point. And, um, Anyone and, could do and, it, really. That, wasn't it like at the stroke of New Year or something? Um, this was great. On that New Year's Eve episode. This was Faye really was exciting. Like, Twas I. Because she thought that it was Ray alone in the yes. bistro that she was attacking. But no, it turned out it was Adam. And um, and this was, this was we mind-boggling. Thinking, what is going to happen to Faye now? This was mind-boggling because she, even if she got the wrong guy, she still tried to kill him. She yeah. still was trying to kill Ray. And, it, and everybody's like, wow, <laughs> he was evil. So, yeah, but you can't just bonk people on the edge with a wine bowl. No. I wish I, she could, but we don't live in that world, do we? And I also, I don't I don't know whether I would believe that Faye would actually do that. She didn't seem like she's it's got a bit quite the, the drive to do that. It is a bit... But hey, it made a good scene. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Oh, no, it's your go. go. It's your so go. I was Over just enjoying you. listening to you. Um, so it turns out, because Way, Way, yeah, this is this is the shipping name for Ray and Faye. Uh, because Faye... Way Findas. <laughs> Crispy pancakes. <laughs> oh, I love them. What's your favourite <laughs> filling? I like the beef ones. Yeah. Um, so it turns out, because Faye had willingly slept with Ray before, that the allegation of rape's not going to stick necessarily as a defence for her hitting Adam. So... Gary. <laughs> Gary tries to smuggle the weapon that was used out of the bistro so that nobody can know that's what it was, was used. This was before... How When did this all come out? What? When did what I'm just out? confused who's telling them this. Telling who what? Who's telling Faye that, you, you know, you can't just hit people on the head? Gary, probably. Well, this... Okay, so 
he tries to get her out of it, but he gets caught by, by Craig. And then everyone thinks he did it right. And Gary gets arrested and held in remand in prison. And then Faye's like, oh, this is a bit awkward. It was me that did it. <laughs> and then she gets put in prison and she's um, she gets released pending a formal charge. And is this when they were both in prison at the same time for the same crime? Maybe. That's I think the police... You know what? I think in Motherford, the police should just put everyone in prison on remand just to see... That's to be on the safe side. Yeah. They're, they're all potential They criminals. haven't added a soap opera that's been set in prison before. Maybe that's a new uh, format. The, what was Bad Girls then? Not a soap opera. Wasn't it sort of? Nah. Oh, we never watched it, did we? we did just not. need someone that really liked it. At her plea hearing, Faye pleads guilty to the charge of attacking Adam and she gets sentenced to three years in jail. That was like a massive shock, wasn't it? Leading up to that, like, I remember thinking, she gonna she's going to get out like, of it. They're not going to send Faye in prison. And, and it was, yeah, they, she gets sentenced to three years, but she, she obviously doesn't stay in prison for three years. But I remember it being pretty, really pretty shocking at yeah. the time. So Craig vows to stick by Faye, but they were like, we have to keep this relationship secret because I'm a police officer and I can't be dating a jailbird. <laughs> so at the end of the year, Debbie... Lovely Debbie is manages to get Ray to confess that he raped Faye because she found enough evidence about the sinkhole that the sinkhole was something to do with that. I don't know. Ray had been the one that had manufactured the sinkhole appearing in the Platt's back garden. Oh, yeah, so that's what confused me. But you said the sinkhole was manufactured like it was put made in a factory and then installed no. in the back garden. It didn't manufacture a sinkhole. This is what I said to you before we record. Read the notes. Anything you don't understand, let me know. I'm not going through and marking your notes before (laughs) we read. Yeah, so he was basically responsible indirectly for Johnny's death. Debbie finds this out and is like, I'm going to dob you right in unless you confess to rape and Faye. So he does. Mm -hmm. And then this is enough, apparently, to get Faye freed pending an appeal. And then she gets a job at the factory. This is this is one of the things that boggles me, my mind about the justice system. I don't know if this is the real justice system in this country or if it's just a Coronation Street thing, but like you, you shouldn't get out because you bonk someone on the head because you thought he was somebody else that raped you. It should have nothing to do with it. I know. I really don't think it counts. No, no. I, I mean, I brought this up several times, but I, I, when I was working... Um, in a local paper as a journalist I went to a court case where the whole family was up for murdering a man and we weren't the the jury weren't told the reason they killed this guy is because he was a paedophile who'd been um, raping the youngest daughter of the family that didn't come out up once Mm. for the jury so why are they allowed to take this into consideration when they're getting her off an appeal the medical justice system works in different ways so like six months that's enough isn't it She's not going to bonk anyone else on the head, is she? And if she does, we'll just put her back in prison. Yeah, I felt really bad for Ellie Leach during this because, I mean, the, the, the character of Faye had already been, you know, her fate had been decided at this point it's like we, we we don't we're not gonna make her a massive star of coronation street and um ellie was said at the time that it was like the most boring six months of her life she she was looking forward to getting back to work and when she found out that faye was gonna get sent to prison ian mcleod had told her don't worry don't worry you, you're gonna you, you're gonna have some time off but you will come back again but yeah she just kind of potted around for six months and well, then was, had nothing else to do this is like during covid too so she couldn't do anything mm, mm. And, and yeah she just said it was really boring and she couldn't wait to get back to work but she had a bit of a, a 
a sort of attack of nerves when she got back because she's like going back to school she said yeah she said it was yeah it was i think she soon kind of got back into the swing of things but she she spoke at the time about that long period of time off the being th- a bit odd to come back to yeah and the, also the thing is to think about her too being sent off for six months and you know in club was like you are going to come back i promise you your character will come back but she she never doubted that she would come back. But I would I would be like this. Oh, this doesn't seem right. I don't remember this happening to anybody else. Because she's still got contracts. She's still got a minimum number of episodes. She must have been paid for literally doing nothing. Yeah. So and, and also, also there's she... no, no reason why they couldn't have changed their plans and gone. Actually, no, we're, we're getting rid of you. Yeah. Or the producer, he, he could have like you know the producer could have changed. You yeah. don't know. And somebody else might come in and go. Well, no. We don't need you anymore. Well, even, you know, they did bring her back, but less than two years later, after she came back, she's not in the programme anymore. And I, I've mm. kind of been having a little look at the, the interviews and the wording of, of things all about Ellie's departure from the street. And I'm I'm not, I don't know, I'm still not sure whether it was her decision to leave or whether she was given the old heave-ho by Ian McLeod. And, and if it was the latter, then I feel really bad for her, like being... Yeah, strung well, along for those six months, brought you know, back in to do not very much, have a terrible story with Emma, which we'll get to in a minute, and then told, yeah, your, your services are no longer required. Either way, I think it's it's bad because you're taking an actor and you're you're basically giving him golden handcuffs, aren't you? Here you go. You can't be in anything else, but mm. you can't be in this either. Yeah. And this is, you know, prime for an actress, prime years for her to... Mm. to, to Get your face out there. Get yeah, get roles, get other things, and yeah. now we here we are six uh, two years later, and I I don't know if if she had had a bigger role in Corrie, mm. if she had would have a better prospects for I I don't know, but I, I'm just you know yeah. as far as being a a prominent character in Corrie, you can't say that she has been. No, absolutely. Not. Anyway, the end of that year, she begins driving lessons with Craig, but he quits, so she's not very good, and so Emma takes over and what a fateful decision that would prove to be yeah so early in 2022 in fact i think it was the first episode of 2022 um phase driving back from a new year's party with a slightly tipsy emma oh, in on, the no. passenger seat she's not still drunk necessarily because we had we had this discussion before she was she had drunk heavily the night before she wasn't drunk she hadn't drunk since I was. Just, I can't remember. I thought she was a little merry still, but I don't remember. I really can't. I think Emma's just always merry. <laughs> that is true. But they were. There was a bit of a question surrounding if she were to be breathalysed at that point, would she still have had alcohol in her system? I'm saying I don't believe for a minute that she would have done. But if you're going to be responsible, you probably shouldn't be in charge like Emma was, because she was the responsible driver. Faye was still learning. Turned out not to matter in the end, Doesn't anyway, within a few man. months. No. So, well, she didn't kill it. So, Faye's driving down the road, and then she accidentally knocks over this old man called Ted when he walks out in front of her. He's a nice he guy. They take going. him back to his flat, but within an hour, he's there dead on his sofa. So, the pair are like, bloody hell, have we just killed this guy? What should we do? I know. Let's... Not, not you know, inform the authorities or, or you know, phone the... No, they're just going to just gonna pretend that they were never there. So By they, this point... They get rid of all evidence that they were ever in, Faye, in, in Ted's flat, apart from Faye accidentally drops a fake nail down the sink. By this point, Emma would not have had enough alcohol in her system. And I know it's not the same thing, morally speaking, as being in the clear for this. 
Mm. But I just think it was an accident and I don't understand the drama around the possibility of a woman still having enough alcohol in her system to... I don't think that that was the huge drama. The drama well, was, stupid, did, did the accident kill him? Would he have died anyway? And I think that afterwards it came out that it was kind of caused by the accident. It was a bit, yeah, but okay. And he also, out. did they, the fact that they just abandoned him, yeah, but his dead body. It wasn't through incompetence. She was driving and he walked out and hit her. It's, an ac- it's literally an accident. Yeah. What is this obsession that everybody has with accidents having to be somebody's fault? It was an accident. It's because they didn't report it. Was drama, it, it was drama. It was drama. I know it was drama. It was it was a bit of a silly story. It, was, it ended up being a poor exit storyline yeah. for Emma. That's the thing about it. That's why that's why I'm getting so annoyed about it. it was because it wasn't just a silly throwaway storyline. It had really high stakes attached to it. Mm. So they're, they're there trying to cover up the fact that they were ever <laughs> at this guy's flat. They involve Craig in it yep. because he has to go Still there and, and hook this fake fingernail out of the sink. Um, and honestly, he, he, can I just say, at this point, this whole storyline is done forever now. This will never come up again. He is basically, a, he he worries he's a bank copper and I'm afraid that he is. Well, he is a little bit, well, isn't he? Well, he is not a little bit at all. He's definitely... It's slightly curved, yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, so Very he... flexible. <laughs> he... he um, he, he's like, oh, what shall I do? He resigns from the force. Well, he goes, gets a yeah, job yeah. in the factory. For everybody, just seems to get a job in the factory if they don't know what to do with them. That's the place where people who don't have any other prospects or qualifications or anything just go to spend a bit of time, don't they? Like, Faye like working purgatory. at the factory, really? Was that really where she was suited? But equally, Underworld where else could she? It's literally the purgatry of Weatherfield. Mm. So. Um, he, he, he goes to work at the factory for because a little bit. he feels bit. guilty because he got this nail out, didn't he? Yes. But I think, honestly, after learning a trade of plumbing, he should have made use of that. He could have worked yeah, with Ed. He could have worked for Ed, exactly. Well, you know, he'd have taken over from Paul at the moment, couldn't they? They need good uh, people working there, don't yeah. they? They need strong men. Faye finds out that she's pregnant, or she thinks that she's pregnant, but it turns out that it's actually a false positive pregnancy test because she's actually started the early menopause. But don't worry about that. Yeah, and that gives you a couple of scenes for the rest of the year. I was, this, I, that, the, the way that this story was treated, to me, perfectly encapsulates Coronation Street's lack of desire to invest anything in this character hang at on. this point. It's not this character. It just it just exemplifies the, the um, slapdash approach to issues-based storylines. There are... Some issues-based storylines. Some of them. Okay, there are many people... And this, the unfortunate thing about this was the menopause was a massive hot topic in at this particular time, this period of time. The Coronation Street completely failed to capitalise on this at all because people were talking, women were talking about the menopause and there was a lot of conversation going on and a real big cultural shift in people recognising... Really? Yes, I know you don't care I about don't this. Listen to what women say. Davina McCall was talking about it. There was a lot of TV shows, and then that kind of well, there was a TV show, and then that, that kind of got people chatting and talking about it. And um, okay, she was very young to go through this, but all women, unless you die before you get there, are going to go through this at some point. This was relevant, important, and timely. And Coronation Street just. It was literally months went by. Then there'd be a couple of scenes. I mean, this is my my version of it. I'm sure it was different for real, but this is how it felt to me. Months go by. Faye has a little few scenes with Sally going, "Oh, 
Should I get I'm a bit HRT? Hot. Yeah, and, and, and she's like, "Oh, can I just eat some like bog weed or something?" Well, and, well, Craig was the one that was force feeding her all that like, stuff, wasn't it? He gets, he starts getting very controlling Tibetan about her diet neighbory. and everything because this was the new spelt Craig that she's now dating, and he's like saying, "If you eat this relevant. kind of stuff, it'll be fine." Um, and she she ends up making a drunken pass at Michael because of Craig over being overbearing. It was it was just a real mess. And really. here's my question: really real mess. I know you didn't write this down because you don't care about it but did we ever get a conclusion to what her solution to this issue was because hey because menopause okay some women don't have very many issues with this but other women suffer very badly with symptoms and hrt treatment can alleviate them and there's so many discussions and they tried to do it you know sally was quite good with it with Faye a few times talking to her about it but we I never really felt like there was a breakthrough or a solution or or anything is Faye on HRT is she drinking a bog weed or whatever she decided was uh, I mean I I, I'm I'm all for alternative remedies but if they really did work they would actually be treatments wouldn't they they wouldn't just be I I Fake would stories. be really interested to know like what went wrong here. Was this story where Faye got her early menopause put in place a year ago because Ellie Leach said a year ago, I want to leave Coronation Street once my next contract is up and this was starting to plant the seeds that would then lead to her wanting to reconnect with Miley something? this year? Or were they wanting to make this develop into something the story starts to get going yeah, and Lily Leach says like I'm going or, or they fire her or whatever it is that happens and they say well there's no point investing anything more in this then really don't know narratively speaking this is a satisfying conclusion to Faye's dilemma which seemed to centre around the fact that she couldn't have another child and she was worried about her relationship with Craig and she you know do you want kids because I can't have them anymore but it feels incredibly misogynistic to me to have a character have this menop- have this like really serious medical condition, early menopause, it can lead to complications in your later life because it's not supposed to happen that early and that's why it gets treated. It can lead to, to I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into it, but You it felt can... quite strongly about the story at the time, I remember right. last year. But this feels very misogynistic because it feels as though the story again is well, all you need is a baby. And it's all right because you already have one, so here it is. Okay, it, it so was now very you're convenient. now you're all um, <clears throat> back together again, and so all your problems are over, right? No, she's still got a medical condition that I don't know what the, what she's doing about it. And we'll probably never find. We're out never going to find out, and and not it. every single woman who who, who has a, a menop- has the menopause is worried about their fertility. Mm. It just felt like it was a it was a very universal, um, what's the word, issue for women, and they really screwed it up by turning it into another story where a woman who is supposed you know seemingly childless or worrying about fertility just gets a magic fairy wand waved and a baby turns up and then she's just fine and happy about it. Well, it was also the thing with Faye was that she she didn't have a maternal instinct well, her did she, main she had given Miley away was that Craig couldn't have a baby Craig's still left without a kid or a woman who wants a kid so that didn't solve his problem did it <laughs> Coronation Street's got a very weird relationship with its female characters and motherhood and I'm not saying it's Curry's fault because I think that as a culture we do have this weird 
relationship with childless women or women with fertility issues. But this was a really stunningly bad example of how to deal with that. <laughs> and I'm uh, the more I'm thinking about it, the more it's annoying. You're getting, getting riled up about this. I'm just, you know, I feel very strongly about women's representation, and I feel as though women get treated like we're some kind of weird alien creatures, even by other women. This is a really important issue, and it it didn't get the respect or time that it deserved. And I don't know why that was, and I don't know if they had better intentions for this or what, but. Nice. Do you want to do the, the final what they went to, up to this year? I mean, I think we've kind of said already, really. It's not fa- it's not just... the character's fault, I just think. And I feel bad, too, for because I know that Ellie Leach went and talked about Yeah, she, she did. She, I mean, she never... was doing a load of research and everything about yeah. it, all for the she, sake what of does she think you know, a couple happened? of scenes. Like, how does she feel this went? Because I would be bitterly disappointed if I was her. I don't know. I, 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 I do not know. I have... We have spoken very fleetingly to Ellie Leach once at Millie Gibson's party last year. She's love. She seemed very, very lovely. She was nice. She was. She was sitting down. Once she, I remember her sitting down on okay. the sofa uh, thing yep. at the Alchemist. Okay, so um, in twenty twenty three, Faye discovers the Hodges have returned to the UK. Didn't like you know chat her up or anything, or see if she's around for you know go to a menopause and cheese party or no. anything like that. Jackson says, "Do you want to come and see Miley?" And she says, "No, I don't." So Jackson turns up at number four and she, to, to let Tim see Miley. And Faye's angry because she finds out that Tim and Sally have been talking about this and seeing this kid and talking to Jackson behind her back. But she eventually gets convinced by Tim and Sally. And Craig, probably. And to, to sort of meet up with, with um, Miley. Maybe you should. And the implication here is that she doesn't want to meet up with Miley because she's upset that she can never have another child. Well, she she closed her and she felt closed guilty. doors on that part of her life. I know, but I feel she? like the focus was too much on her regret over not being able to have another child. I think she'd made was, peace with the fact that she wasn't going to have a child, and then a and then this ready-made the child just drops in her and lap, she's and thinking, it sends her all. You know. I don't know. This just doesn't feel like a, <clears throat> a realistic reaction. But who who am I to say? I've never. I've never had a teen pregnancy that turned out to be a Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the weeks go on, Faye becomes more and more attached to Miley and also Jackson and Mm -hmm. Craig's beginning to get his nose put out of joint because he's doing all the right things but he's not getting any attention. Uh, You know, he buys her a mini (coughs) basketball. Mini basketball for Miley. Faye and Jackson meet up in secret at Chariot Square Hotel and they actually kiss. (gasps) And um, Jackson's like... Come with me to Slough. We're gonna start a new um, new life in Slough. What's his job? He's got a new job there. I can't remember. So she's like, oh, I don't know, because you know, baby Slough Jackson, very tall. On the other hand, I've got Craig. He's gonna get a secondment to CID. And now that's and my dad. Nothing to sniff. And my at, granny Elaine, who can't be bothered to turn up from a leaving scenes. <laughs> so. Craig proposes to Faye, and she's even more like, oh no, but you know, I've always wanted to marry Craig. <laughs> and Craig finds out that about this, you know, she's been invited to, to go to live in Slough, and he's mad, but I don't know why he's upset, because he could go to Slough too, they could all go. <laughs> Faye promises she's going to deal with it. 
So Faye and Jackson. Craig's too much of a mummy's boy to leave her and to weather Beth could go. The whole lot of them could move to Slough. (laughs) Faye and Jackson trying to keep civil and friendly for Miley's sake, but Miley's like, Mum, why don't you come to live in Slough with us? She's like, You've not been to Slough, you don't understand. (laughs) And Jackson's like, You know you want to come with me, you know you love me, and you hate Craig. And eventually, Faye just gets persuaded and realises that she actually doesn't really like. Craig all that much and she decides to move to Slough well it's it's more a case of I think Craig was saying you clearly you know your heart is there you got your daughter um, we haven't spoken about this we, on the we, 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 If we stay together, we're always going to have arguments. Me. You're always going to resent me. You're going to bring it up. So if you want to go off with your daughter, then off you go. And she's like, you know what? Bye. I will. I absolutely will. But weirdly, she, she does say she doesn't love Jackson. And I, I was happy to see her smiling and happy because, you know, she's had a miserable few years, bless her. And when she went off with Jackson, it felt like, oh, she's having a happy ending in a way. And... The, the relationship with Craig, I never really bought. bought. Uh, the Coronation Street didn't want to invest in the romance there at all, really. Um, it but it was <clears throat> it was odd that she seemed really happy that she was going to go and live with this guy that she, she barely kissed, knows but she him. does bet. Yeah, she she's literally she doesn't know her him. whole life. It's, it was a big move, and and it was like the way that the way that um the way that Craig kind of gave her permission to go to live in Slough was so utterly inhuman and bizarre. Like, human beings don't talk to each other like this. It's like he was, he was like, setting her free, like, at the end of a Disney film or something, where, she's, you know, she's, oh, I've got two suitors, but which one? And one of them's like, I will benevolently allow you to leave the kingdom of Weatherfield and go to the mythical land of Slough. Like, are you, are you kidding me? This is not how people talk to each other. Craig was like he had a lobotomy. <laughs> Did he forget that he was supposed to be in love with this girl? He, if he loved her, I let her go. Yeah, I understand, but that's not real life, is it? Craig, I think, he was does, t- has, does have self-confidence issues and it wouldn't surprise me if he was like, well, yeah, of course I'm going to be dumped. I've got the girl in my dreams and now this guy's come along. That's what I deserve because I'm just Craig. You know, he's he's never know, been the most confident of guys, is he? I know, I know. But is this going to turn into some kind of soul searching for Craig? Is he going to pull his socks up and get on with himself? I don't know. I don't know I can't what deal the future holds for Craig. with Craig. There's no one else to go out with. For I one can't thing. remember who. It, yeah, exactly. I can't remember who it was. Who was it that dumped Fred Elliott? And then he, was it, no, was it Fred? Yeah, and he, he spent the whole time smoking and crying. And that, that was Eve when, right. uh, when she was, it turned out she was a bigamist. That was fascinating because he turned from this really gregarious... Oh, no, no, sorry. No, we're sorry. We're thinking about Maureen. Maureen went off a bill, didn't she? And very confident and untouchable almost. Kind of like serial failure in romance, but it didn't seem to, to bruise his ego. But then to see him diminished and, you yeah. know, really suffering, that was, that was amazing because it was such a contrast. If we get Craig's, you know, slumped on the sofa eating, eating crisps and watching <sighs> Selling Sunset or whatever, who's going to care? Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what's... I've not seen anything of spoilers about this what's happening next. This was honestly just so simple I think we minded. might just see a bit, like, sad face Craig and maybe he'll be shuffled shuffled along out the picture for a little bit then he'll come back. Now he's a full-time member of CID. Maybe, maybe, thinking of Craig romance, Craig and Swain, Craig and 
Um, what about Craig Beckett, and Jess? Craig, Craig and Abney. What about he's Craig got the and pick Jess? of the litter there. Jess is a better oh, police, yeah, could be Craig police and officer Jess. than he's ever been. Yeah, his his ex-mentor, maybe. Well, so, sorry, Talking Faye, about being married to the force. I, you know, you, you, Faye's spent a lot of time in the show. And Considering feel, how long she spent, it felt like that was a bit of a naff exit. There aren't... But there aren't, it can felt I just say, very Faye. In the, in the grand scheme of... of Corey exits. This was no, by no means a bad a bad one at all. There have been no. far more uh, diminished and kind of fumbled exits than this. It got you know it got two two three months worth of story, didn't it? And I know and it wasn't actual, permanently on screen. You know, the final but... scene was was fine. Yeah, but it it just felt felt disappointing. Because it didn't feel realistic. It didn't feel real or human. Coronation Street, one of the things we're always talking about, Coronation Street, we're always pre- heaping praise on it and saying, it's those human moments, it's those character interactions, it's those those things that only only a soap can do, where you have characters and you watch them grow up. You, you, you follow this person for, you know, over a decade and you see it, the highs and lows of their lives. And they've got... And Craig's the same. He's been in the show for, for donkey's yeah. years. And yet, still, when they have this character leaving, the 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 actual the scenario in which he left, she left. Sorry, it felt like it could be any two characters, don't you think? Yeah. It could have been anyone who had an ex come along and whisk them away. Well, and I mean, that, no, that, I'm that, not criticizing the writing because uh, Ian Kershaw wrote that episode, and there were some really great bits in that episode. I really enjoyed the episode itself. I I, really, I I like so many parts of it, but I just felt that the actual scenario was a bit soulless. I mean, you couldn't have had just any old character have their kid that they gave up eight, nine years previously Excuse turn up on me. the doorstep. Yes, she could. In Coronation Street, any man could turn out to have had a baby <laughs> without knowing. You know that's but true. Th- there was always... With Faye, the kind of the dangling thread of oh, I wonder if we'll see Miley again. Don't you think? Yes, so yes, definitely. It was, it's but, the same. It's the same with um, with um, oh, Nina, come back with the baby. Yeah, you know, we're waiting for that to happen. Yeah. But I, 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 I think that, however, it was decided that Faye was going to leave. I'm not going to say that. Probably a whole lot of mega thought went into, well, what's their exit storyline going to be, guys? It kind of felt like, oh, uh, Ellie Leach is leaving. Oh, should we, should we have Miley come back and she goes off with Jackson? That sounds good. Should we go to the pub? You know, it, well, you know, it felt kind of in In defence, in defence, the other thing to consider really is that Coronation Street is not story, it's not um, in the business of crafting exit storylines for people based on how long they've been in the show. It's trying to entertain you, mm. and when and when you have people leaving, um, it 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 doesn't always matter to the viewers, especially with somebody I'm afraid like like Faye, whether how they leave particularly. Mm. I think that she had a, a, a fairly decent send off as far as the character goes, but you can't expect every single exit to be you know. I was, I'm trying to think of, yeah. you know, like what Raquel Millennium kind of mm. deals. Mm. Yeah, it, it felt it felt suitable to the amount of attention that the show had given her recently. Um, mm. But, you know, I, I think looking back over her stories there, she, she definitely was involved in some 
some fairly major... big ones. She was a she was a minor character in the whole Pat Phelan saga. She was, which was massive. She was a minor character in the Jeff storyline. Massive. The the pregnancy storyline itself is certainly memorable. I I think that there was there was a lot of good stuff that they gave Faye. But it still turned out to be just forgettable, didn't it? Unfortunately, I don't. I don't think Faye's going to go down in history. No, which is sad after all that. After all that time, but I, I think you know there there are some characters when they leave, you think, oh, the streets really going to be weird without them, and it isn't always. I mean, you know, Emma left a year or year or so ago, and we're like, how on earth is Coronation Street going to cope without Emma Brooker? And is anybody really yearning Do for not... her still? Yeah, but if you look back at that. I think that's the time when Daisy started to become more of an important character. And I really do think that... You stepped into her place, Well, I think the producers are thinking we need a big big face, a big young female. Because, you know, they're the ones that sell soap mags. They're the ones that get the followers on on Twitter and stuff. They're the the draw for lots of younger people. Yeah. Um, And, you know, Mm. I'm not talking about them anyway. We're talking about... About Faye. Yeah. It was it was looking like at the beginning of the year the rumours were starting to circulate about whether she was leaving. I remember there was a day when um, Ellie had a load of new headshots on her Instagram and that can oh. sometimes be the, the, the thing that people go, oh, that's weird. She's getting her face out there again. Do you? you don't need that for Incarnation Street. <laughs> um, and then the Sun started reporting that she was leaving so that she could try a hand at a few other acting roles and... Um, yeah, as, you know, when the Miley thing came in and Jackson and everything, I think people started to go, yeah, I think those rumours were true. So I'm not sure whether there's many people that were, like, mega surprised that she left this uh, this week. But anyway, so she's been doing a few interviews recently. She said, um, oh, I've been in Coronation Street for 12 years, but it literally feels like I started yesterday. 12 years! That's, like, over half my life. It's mental. So, um, deep words there. Honestly, it's really... Um incredible to imagine <laughs> spending so much time mm. in one role yeah she also she was on she's been doing like the interview circuit has she done loose women i can't remember she definitely did this morning and um she says that she's taken a few of faye's clothes with her not <laughs> to wear because she doesn't really i don't know what she like i can't remember style. what she was wearing when we met her but no i don't um, remember but apparently do you remember what she was wearing on when she was supposed to be going she wore that horrible blouse. Oh, what, the this week? Of fame. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, she, she apparently took um, the coat that she was wearing during the storyline last year and she found the fake nail in the pocket. So she's now got this fake nail from down the sink as a souvenir, which, is, a, which is pretty cool. That. Yeah. Um, I was looking back at a few older interviews of her as well. And back in 2018, she said to the Metro, I feel like I want to go back to Faye's dark past. I feel like she's just dead normal now. I want to have a bit of a rebellious stage again. I so she, gonna... she knew back then that the character was not as exciting as she had been. I'm just going to say, if you were to sum up Faye as a character in three words just dead normal would totally do mm. and she's kind of a bit like maria but uh, and i think maria has possibly come out of this by now but for many many years maria was just like that girl that works at the salon and she just didn't have any big storylines and, and it's not like she's you know the, the face of the street or anything now but i think that Finally, it's after a very, very long time, Maria has got a, a role on the street. What helped Maria was the relationship she had with David in the salon. 
that that did help, but it didn't necessarily make her a big character. No, it didn't make her a big character. It just made her likable, and it got her on screen. Mm. You know, when you think about Faye working in the factory. Yeah, like because I mean, she she sat and had scenes with Michael, and 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 I, I we both like Michael, don't mm. we? But it felt very much like well, let's just shove the characters in there if we don't know what to do with them. I mean. Toya, they shoved her in there for a little bit in the factory as well, didn't they? Just what? the marketing department. Anybody can do it, literally, if what? we haven't got another job for them. What doesn't work in the factory are people that aren't machinists or the boss. Yeah. They're, they're they just really needed. don't have a role, do they? We don't know what they're there for. Apart from your packers and your ducks. You can't well, yeah. Underworld okay. will fall apart. But you understand duck. what I'm, my point is, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was... They, 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 they just didn't know what to do with her. And in, in 2000, a similar quote from 2019, this was to bang showbiz. She said, I'm not very busy, really. Just bistro stuff, but not busy with the storyline. It's nice to have some time off, but you think, I'm bored now. I've just finished college, so I don't know what to do with myself. It's just, oh, it just reads as a bit, like, a bit sad. This that... is what I've had a big problem with, with Coronation Street for a while now, where I've been saying, the cast is too big. But the thing is, though, because they've got three hour-long hour long episodes a week, they have to have a massive cast because nobody can really cope with doing a big year-long story like they used to be able to. And I'm going to point out that the, there's a definite, definite um, coinciding between the decline of year-long stories goes directly in hand with beginning three hour-long episodes a week. Because we know when you're working in a big story, you're flat out because those episodes all have to be filmed together. Yeah. So I'm I'm really wondering whether these three episodes a week are, are a bigger, bigger problem than we we really realise. Well, this is what people said when they announced. No, I know, the but but it's not necessarily week. for the reasons that we thought. Mm. It's because you can't sustain a big story without driving your actors insane you no. can't you just can't do it the way that coronation street works but some people still appear more some than people others do but when you are when they talk about their experiences working that much it seems horrific and incredibly hard work and not like it used to be when you were carrying a story for a year yes it was difficult but it's not three hours of television a week having to be filmed yeah crazy yeah. Mm. It, I just think it makes a significant impact. And um, so, you know, when we're saying, um, oh, the cast <clears> is too big, and you get people like Faye who are just twiddling their thumbs for ages, it just seems like an inevitable side effect yeah. of the... of you, you need these people in kind of... On the benches. Yeah. And I mean, that's not really fair. My point is, it's not really fair on character, on actors, especially, well, any of them, because they could be doing other things. They could be performing and you know in plays. They could be do- doing television work and stuff. And they've definitely there's always obviously uh, a give and take there because they're they've got a you know a role. They're being paid. It's it's work guaranteed work etc. But at the same time, there's a lot of potential that's being kind of hoarded in a way by Coronation Street mm. when they're not letting them do anything. Yeah, but you you never know when a character who's on the benches like. Faye was for a very long time could burst out and become a big star because yeah. look at Ryan Prescott people yeah. had been saying for years 
like what's going on with Ryan? Why is he never in any stories? Why do we never see Ryan? And now he's you know the main face of Corey, yeah, the know. main male face for twenty twenty three because of his face, literally. And you know who know if Faye well, had I'm been not, given exactly a big storyline, yeah. she could have been in the acid attack storyline, and suddenly Faye's the the big name on the that's street. That's exactly my point. Do you see that? That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. There's potential. Every single person is there for a reason. They've got through their auditions. They're they're professional. They're talented, and they bring something to the show. And, and they're some... not being able to do anything other. You know. Well, you know, maybe she just got the job because she was Brooke Vincent's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I I often forget that. Do you? I know, I, for, I totally forgot about that until I listened back to our old. Yeah. Our old uh, yeah. podcast. Well, one, one of the things she said recently in the style was, um, when I first started, Brooke, my cousin, so this actress who played Sophie Webster, she was like, just be yourself. Everyone will love you. And I think that's just what I've done. And I've just been myself. And I think that's why I've been here for so long. I feel like I've been myself, but I've also made this part of me that will never go away. Corey will always be a part of me and Faye Windass will always be a part of me. So that's a nice little, nice little soundbite type quote to, to sum up. Faye's yeah. time on the street. She played herself, had a nice time. Corey will always be a part of you. I mean, how long did we say it was? 10, Definitely. 11, 12, 13 years? That's amazing. That's a huge part of her life. And who knows what um, Ellie's going to go on to now. I mean, quite often when characters leave the street, they have these grand ambitions to be this, that and the other. And sometimes it takes a little while to get the ball rolling. Even if you look at like Ali Mardell, for example... Not not had the most successful well, of years, but obviously I wish she's done lots of you know she's she worked on that uh, like sit, sitcom didn't she Yeah, now cancelled. What? How many? You know, the thing is, not every show is gonna. Mm. So I'd be it's really. In, I'm always interested to see what you know what the future holds for for future anyone for who's just does. And I wish her the best of luck. Anyone who's brave enough to to quit Corey and go on and try something new, I think that they're, they're amazing and. Mm. Um, I wish them all the su- all the success, really, yeah. and I I'm I don't think we'll see Faye again. I don't know, but I don't know. She's had some really interesting stories. I just feel like she was on a peripheral character for too long. Yeah, yeah, that she was. I don't like doing these ones. Perennial peripheral. There are so I so many character profiles where it just feels like a kind of. Low energy, a, like, oh. Is there know. anything that you'd have liked to have seen her do? Like, if it's, if yeah, you were, like, on the storyline scene and, uh, and team and said, right, you need to give Faye, you need to, we want, we want Ellie Leach, we want Faye to be our poster girl for Coronation Street this year. What's the story going to be? Well, the thing is about it is that they had the menopause story and it isn't, it isn't like an action pack. She's not going to be rolling out of flaming cars, is she? She's going to be, <laughs> she's going to be going, oh, is it a bit hot in here? Is it me? It's not a glamorous subject, and that's why it's kind of been swept under the carpet. But Coronation Street has shown itself to be an incredibly responsible and thoughtful um, receptacle for discussing some important topics, like male suicide, like Haley's um, transgender experience, like you know the teen pregnancy stuff. I really feel that there was so much potential for this menopause storyline. And it again, I literally have no other way to describe it other than a fart. I'm um I'm interested that she's left, and there's still you know the the lingering question of 
is Elaine going to get bumped off by Stephen Reed this year? Well, she's not going to go to the funeral, is she? Slough's too far away. <laughs> well, maybe this is this is her getting her own back for Elaine not being there for Faye's goodbye party this week. Faye's like, oh, what, that's that? You've been murdered by a serial what killer, have you? What Who cares? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Elaine. I can't come back to pay my last respects. <laughs> But I tell you what, I want half that half that flat money for setting myself up in Slough. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you get the I, the I idea mean, that Faye and Jackson are going to develop some kind of romantic relationship because there is literally no chemistry between Can them I at tell the moment? You, there is no happier a marriage in Coronation Street than one that takes place off screen. You reckon? Mm. I just I get the idea that maybe two years time we're gonna have Tim and Sally going. Oh, I've just got invitation to go to Slough for Faye and Jackson's wedding. Oh, that's lovely, Tim. Well, I can't go because I'm in a storyline, but you're not doing anything at the moment, are you? Okay, well, I'll see you in two weeks. I can I, I can imagine, like, <laughs> Faye ending up taking Miley away from Jackson. Yeah, but this is... This is all right, what? Okay. And that's bad for Jackson, considering he was the sole, you know, parent of her for the first eight years of her life. But if they want, if they want to bring back Faye, I can imagine, which might happen. I, I don't what, know. I can imagine Jackson having been kicked to the curb by this point. I would like to have seen it. I know that they wouldn't really do this, but a little scene with Miley and Jackson, because Miley's. This is the thing that's kind of being ignored again. There's some very human stuff that's being ignored. Which is a shame. Like, Jackson and Miley and him saying, you know, your mum, don't feel bad if your mum doesn't want to come with us. And, and Miley going, yeah, but there's just some things I can't talk to you about. But she's my mum. Yeah, they didn't like, go down. She's, they didn't do any of that, Is she starting her period? Has she had her first period? Has she got questions about being a woman, being a girl? Things that Jackson wouldn't necessarily be able to help her with. Hmm. The, the, the idea that you know, I know that lots of single parents are great and we all, yeah, exactly. I don't want to go into bashing single dads or, or mums, but there's a benefit there that, that Miley can now access, mm. that now she's got a, a mother figure in her life. Yeah. It would have been nice to have addressed that. Mm. I think that the, the exit storyline was given as much time as it needed and it did go off. It was off air for a few I weeks, but I was never was... going like, oh, when's that story coming back? Like, they gave it a, enough. It was utilitarian. It did what it had to do. Yeah. It didn't do any more than that. Yeah, yeah. And now we just get to see what the uh, the result is for poor Craigie. If he's Craig... Gonna be, he's going to mope around for a while. If Craig literally does nothing now, I won't be surprised. I'd, I'd like to have Caitlin again, brought back in who, or someone that's actually Are they going to bring really someone in? They need to him. bring someone in. It's like when you... When you get a budget and it gets a rounding, you have to buy another budget. <laughs> shall we? Shall we call it a day? I mean, this has been over an hour and a half on on Faye Windass, who, um, uh, you know, we who we started off by thinking there's not going to be very much to talk about. I about knew this her, would but take a while. Turned out that there actually was. She did do stuff. We've just all forgotten about it since. So there's your reminder, everybody. Faye Windass gone, not forgotten for now. At the moment, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, thank you everybody for listening hope you, uh, you enjoyed that hope you learned a little bit or, or remembered something from that recap Let of Faye's know. life what did you think of Faye I know that some people who are similar age to her are going to miss her being on the street because they like to <clears throat> see representation of that age 
that age, you know, on screen. Ellie Leach, if you're listening, come on the podcast for an She's interview. She's not going to now, is she? She might do. Well, I, I'm, yeah. I don't know I what she thinks about Faye. I'd like to. Uh, did she feel well, that I she was she wrong was, by her? She... I mean, she, she's not going to say that. But I, I, I would love to be able to talk to, to Ellie. I think but... that she did, <clears throat> I think she did a good job with Faye. And um, I, I think she worked hard when she could, but I feel as though the, the, the character didn't get mm. a great shake. No. Okay. And that's right, so. Well, we're going Let's to be back go. at the weekend with a normal episode, and yeah. then we'll see you another time. Some Probably. some point in the future, we'll, you'll hear from us. And again. don't forget, if you're a patron, you're going to patron member, you're going to get your bonus episode. Gosh, yes, we are coming fast to the end of the month, aren't we? We do need to sort that out quite quickly. But Top it's okay because it's half term next week. Bay moments. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Tara. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Oh, oh, oh.